0: so gunner how's springtime in texas
1: it was uh delightful and brief Uh, i think i got about two weeks worth of spring um Mm -hmm. and uh today we transitioned immediately into summer uh we started with a spring morning and it's a 95 degrees out right now Wow, about hundred percent humidity. Heat. So. Oh, okay. No, it's heat. no, no. It's a it's a very very moist heat. Uh, okay. So, anyway, thanks. Spring was nice. Thanks for spring. We're done with that now. Now we're doing summer. Yep. Uh, just in time for uh, my next uh, my next run. I'm doing a 10k run in two weeks. And uh, mm, I suppose it was a little bit too ambitious of me to think that I would have spring weather for it because that's uh, apparently not happening.
0: Them. Mm. Does, is it a morning thing or or? Oh afternoon? yes, yeah, yeah. It'll be in the morning, okay. so that'll
1: that'll help a little bit. But uh, yeah, we're I'm right into the Texas heat now. Nice. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's just going to get hotter from here too.
1: Yeah. Oh, and best to just rip the bandaid off too. Don't need to. Yeah. Don't need a gradual climb into it. We can. Uh, <laughs> we can just right into ninety-five degrees. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. 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 How about you? How's the weather? Oh uh we had some crazy storms and uh, we weathered them uh, but uh, little little ways down the road some people got their electricity knocked out and uh, um, still don't have electricity so they're uh, patching all that And then um, I was uh, flying I'm flying to DC tomorrow and I mm-hmm. checked in and uh, you know and it's like I'm I'm now, down to gold status because i didn't fly enough on american last year mm. and and it's like i check in and it's like damn i'm group four it's like yeah it's like i'm, I'm with uh, the, all the commoners you know so yeah and, the, and then and the cattle. yeah yeah and uh, yeah there's there's probably some guy holding a chicken uh and you know <laughs> on, and uh i called up uh, American to see, it's like, Hey, do you have any challenges? Uh, you know, Ed, because, uh, I got a bunch of travel coming up and, you are know, like, no, but we can let you buy your elite status. And it was like for only 50,000 points and $500, um, that I could get the status. And I'm like, no. And, and no. so it's okay. Yeah. No. That's terrible. Yeah. 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 And then me- and meanwhile, in the travel news, uh, good news, bad news or bad news, good news, like you know, Marriott on their mobile app and on the also on the uh uh you know browser uh you know webpage uh they added multi factor authentication you know because you know there was all those Marriott hacks and everything and um but the problem is is that you know how like you do MFA and you sign in and like whenever you do it it's like remember me on this device sort of thing. Yeah. It doesn't do that. Oh no! So yeah. So like every time you open the Marriott app, it it has to it wants to text you uh, a code to log in. Even though I do, it does the um, biometrics too.
1: That's terrible. So, I, that, that drives me crazy. That drives me crazy.
0: Yeah, I never, I never, you know. I, every other time, it's like, oh, remember me on this device? You're cool, you know. And because what what happens is, uh, this is actually a, a, a what a dark pattern with the uh or or a an, a bad pattern with the multi factor authentication because people just get into this like uh you know this reactive thing of just like hitting approve on on the multi factor authentication to just make the thing go away. And right. uh that that could have bad consequences. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. That's right.
1: I always feel um I always feel better when I can store, I can use the two-factor authentication and I can use a TOTP, you know, with like a Mm -hmm. time-based code. uh, And if it's not that, I always feel like, uh, I always feel like I'm a a little bit
0: higher risk, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like if you do what, SMS or email? Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where, you know, I would think SMS would be, more or uh, it would be less secure than email because mm-hmm. uh, there's like absolutely no encryption and that's it's famously like insecure um email isn't much better but what i've been hearing too is that like the totp it uh isn't as great as it used to be Where you know as far as people um you know bypassing that and and they're like you know you know the only you know real security people use the uh hardware token you know like your uh like a YubiKey with the uh Fido uh oh, you know yeah. authentication on it. Yeah. Right. But
1: uh I don't know. I got enough trouble keeping track of my phone, you know what I mean? Right.
0: Right exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's it it's all about compromises and you know, uh and and trade offs and and convenience versus security and all that. So um yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. but uh and then something you probably never hear out of me uh, but I have an iOS tip for you. Oh,
1: all right, I'm yeah. listening.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um don't know if you knew this, uh it you know, uh, I guess iOS 16.4 came out and on uh, they have settings on the microphone to let you to do uh, voice isolation for your calls. I saw this. Have you tried it out yet? I've tried it. Um, I don't know what I sound like. Nobody complained, so I guess that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, it's I got to really try it in a you know really noisy environment and see if anybody argues or whatever, or or you know uh, tells me they can't hear me or whatever. But um, but it's you know in typical Apple UX fashion, it's really weird on how to get into. You know, like you actually need to be on a call with somebody, like a telephone call or inside a FaceTime and then it's using the microphone then you click the microphone and then you change the microphone setting to uh uh it could be voice isolation or normal or uh there's like some other mode which is the exact opposite of uh voice isolation i guess it maybe if you're playing music or something uh you know like instruments or something so yeah huh. something to try out okay all right i wonder uh
1: yeah, how would you know if it was working? That's a good question.
0: Yeah, it's you just got to, I guess, call somebody or, or leave uh, voicemail messages for yourself and test it, maybe. Right. right. OK. Yeah. yeah. So we got we got a good show lined up. Um, so uh, we got questions and answers, I guess. Uh, so we got questionable USB drives, uh, mm-hmm. questionable long-distance kissing machines, <laughs> as opposed to non-quest- non-questionable. Long-distance guessing machines, yeah. uh, questionable cocktails, yeah, uh, and answers with the Zygarnik effect. The Z- Zygarnik effect. Yeah, hopefully I'm pro- pronouncing that properly. Okay. All right. I'm, yeah.
1: I'm interested to learn more about this.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a new term for our, our uh, lexicon, uh, so that'll be good. All right, Dave. So what's on the uh, what's on the coming room floor today? Yeah, so I forget, I have to look it up what episode we talked about this guy, but you remember the Mr. Uh, low guy?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, the weird waxy pasty Russian guy with the uh, nonsense song.
0: Yeah, 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 not the Italian nonsense song, but the uh, the Russian one. Yeah. And, and yeah, this yeah, is yeah, Soviet yeah. Russia, right? It's like what, 70s or something, him, him singing on some variety show. Oh. And um, thanks to the miracle of AI, uh, it's been upscaled to HD, so we got a link to that in, in the uh, cutting room floor. So that's that's your cognitive surplus at work there. And then, um, you know, speaking of, of AI creations, uh, there's a guy that uses AI to generate selfies with historical figures, like uh, Jesus and Cleopatra. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, That's right. That's right.
0: Yeah, like if you like if you check it out, like the one. Um, the Last Supper picture looks like a uh, like a Jethro Tull album cover or something. <laughs> uh, so it's 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 amazing uh, how that how they uh, uh, you know the, the technology has just has come. And then last from you know AI miracles, uh, uh, Will Smith eating spaghetti. Uh, uh, it's all AI generated and here to uh, haunt your dreams.
1: Yeah, in the same way that uh, in the same way that AI hasn't quite exact or mid journey has not quite exactly figured out fingers. Um, yes. it hasn't also not figured out spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, it's horrible. Well and I gotta figure out you know the thing when I saw the thing of Will Smith the AI Will Smith eating spaghetti was uh it reminded me of the Japanese commercials of Arnold Schwarzenegger eating like cup of noodles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you ever see them? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, where, where do we need to send people uh, to get uh, to learn about uh, the uh, questionable long distance kissing machine? Yeah, so they can
1: go to uh, dgshow.org. That's D and in Dave, G as in Gunner, show.org. And if you're still on Twitter, uh, both of you can go to dgshow, D-O-T-O-R-G. And the other set of you who are on Mastodon can now join us at DG Show D O T O R G at
0: Mass T O. Yeah. 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 So let's let's talk about uh questionable USB drives. So mm-hmm. um yeah, so we've we've talked about what is it, bad USB that you you plug it, you plug this uh USB thumb drive into a USB port and it just fries a computer. It has like some super capacitor or something, just like nukes. Yeah. Uh, uh, surges power surges the uh the computer well uh i guess there were some uh five ecuadorian journalists re- received usb drives in the mail and uh each of the usb sticks were uh, meant to explode once plugged into a usb slot so it had like real explosives in it whoa yeah i guess that's yeah. one way to do it yeah yeah you're sending a message and um yeah and they they said that the one journalist he suffered mild uh, hand and face injuries and no one else was harmed but um but i i guess it's like the like the explosive that they were using was sort of like the explosive that would go into like like for like a detonator um as opposed to like full-blown explosives with the shrapnel and all that stuff and uh yeah and and there was a recommendation uh in the article saying that if you do find usb drives you know, in the mail or, or you know, don't let your curiosity get the best of you. Uh, don't plug them in. So uh, <laughs> if you're looking for a good reason not to do it, there you go. Uh, yeah. Or give it to a friend to plug in uh, or an enemy. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you got that going on. And then, uh, you know, in China, uh, I saw that there's, uh, there's an inventor, uh, entrepreneur, Mm-hmm. Uh, he invented a long-distance kissing machine.
1: Oh yes, I've seen the super creepy-looking equipment.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's called Moi. Uh, so it's sort of like named after the sound people make when they they're blowing a kiss. And uh, what it does is that um, what you do is like you have one of these devices, and then you basically kiss it, and then there's sensors on that device that will pick it up and then transmit it to the other person and it will replay that kiss the sounds and it will also warm up slightly during the kissing
1: okay and this is supposed to be uh good and not creepy
0: right exactly yeah if if uh for those that uh, haven't seen this uh and they can go to the show notes and check it out it kind of looks like a giant asthma inhaler with lips on it (laughs) <laughs> and uh and you you basically put your cell phone in, uh, in it, there's like a cell phone holder like on on the top part and you you push the button while you're kissing it and i guess it records a video too maybe so you could you could see the uh the person's kissing you and all that but um but some of the the, the reviews have been mixed uh believe it or not uh some people were saying that it was intriguing other people said it made them feel uncomfortable Who would have thought?
1: I can imagine that.
0: Yeah, and then other people complained that there was uh, a lack of a tongue. (laughs) So yeah, add add that to your engineering backlog, I guess. (laughs) But, and then I'm thinking it's like, okay, this must be expensive, you know, for this kind of thing. You know, it's like, you got all these sensors and stuff that heats up and it's transmitting kisses over the, you know, you gotta have some sort of mobile app or whatever, Uh, 38 bucks. For one. Oh.
1: But then thirty-eight bucks and uh an irreparable damage to your own sense of self worth, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or or uh well, and you gotta buy two of them, I guess, right? For the other person, unless <laughs> right. you just want it for yourself, you know, and you know. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh, oh, so yeah. gross. It's gross, right? At least it's affordable, I guess. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, no. Imagine you're on the plane, and you know it's like you know, in your uh, group four boarding, you know, and and uh, somebody's like sitting in the middle seat next to you, and they're they're sending a kiss to somebody before they take off, and it's like I don't need that. Not good. Yeah. No, that's yeah. No thanks. Yeah. No, thanks. And uh, yeah, there was there's another thing I saw in. Uh, it was in Atlas Obscura, uh, where also known, uh, they also have a thing called gastro obscura where, uh, I guess it was in the fifties that, um, Campbell's soup, uh, had a big surge on making alcoholic drinks with soup in it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah. So if you check out the page, there's like soup on the rocks that has like Campbell's bullion with, uh, um, and with some alcohol in it, and it's cool, clear and refreshing. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, and uh, they, there's a frisky sour, uh, which I guess is whiskey with uh, tomato soup in it. <laughs> and uh, and what happened was that there is and if you if you're into recipes um, there. You know, it's like, you know, the hipster, you know, fancy cocktail people uh they are actually doing this where there's uh somebody came up with a a chicken soup martini oh yuck yeah yeah
1: this has to dave this has to be this has to be like a a complete fabrication of the campbell soup people right in what way i can't imagine anyone else who would be interested in coercing soup especially condensed soup into a cocktail Mm -hmm. recipe right
0: yeah, well, I mean, you got your uh, what uh, Bloody Marys, which is kind you know tomato juicy sort of thing. Mm. Uh, so it's kind of plausible, and and you know some Worcestershire sauce and everything, little little bit of a uh, fishy thing to it. But uh, but also remember during that time that they were looking for ways to get the soup into everything. So think about all the casseroles or like the green bean casserole, right? Oh, with yeah. the, Mushroom yeah. soup, which is awesome. Right. Uh, but it's like, I don't want to wash that down with a, a chicken soup martini. <laughs> so, but anyhow, the, it's like, you go check out the show notes. There is a uh, uh, recipe for the soup on the rocks and also the chicken soup martini. You could you could check it out.
1: Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure I'm going to do that. I'm yeah. not sure I'm going to do that.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, and then uh, I guess wrapping up, we got the... Uh, Zygarnik effect. Okay, yeah, tell me, tell me what this is. Yeah, so like, f- the way I think of it is like, do you ever have things that you just like, intentionally place in the back of your mind to sort out subconsciously?
1: Sure, yes, I do do this, yes.
0: yes. Yeah. And so, you know, they, they talk about, um, so the Zygarnik effect describes the way unfinished tax unfinished tasks remain active in our mind including our thoughts and our sleep until they're dealt with so mm-hmm. yeah so the thing there is like for me it's like if i'm i go for a motorcycle ride and i i'm thinking about like a, a you know ah, i gotta come up with a presentation for something or a white paper or an article or something you know a lot of times i'll just like plant that seed and then go on the motorcycle ride and it's like i'll come up with all kind of great ideas when i come home because like subliminally or Subconsciously I'm I'm thinking about all this stuff. And mm-hmm. and it was actually it was actually uh the effect is named after uh Bluma Zygarnik, a Lithuanian Soviet psychologist and psychiatrist. And so I guess she was out to dinner in Berlin with a large group of colleagues, and uh she like noticed that the waiter was, you know. For memory remembering all the drink orders and all the food and everything i guess not writing it down which always drives me nuts i hate it right um that they don't write it down um and then it but she left and then she forgot her purse and and so she went back and tracked down the waiter and the waiter didn't recognize her at all and and you know he's like i have no idea of you know where you were seating i don't even recall you and and she's like well you have this great memory, you remembered all the drinks and stuff. And he's like, for him, he remembers all this stuff until the task is completed. And once it's gone, it's like out of his head and it's gone. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's you know, he could remember all this stuff. But as soon as the people leave the restaurant, it's like he never he doesn't have to keep that stuff in his head anymore. So it's like it's, not, it's the exact opposite of the the Zygarnik effect. And so she ended up doing all these studies and and everything. Uh, and then one of the things that they talked about uh, in this article is that they talked about the Hemingway effect, uh, where, uh, and this is, this is really counterintuitive to me, is, is I guess uh, somebody asked Ernest Hemingway, you know, how much should you write in a day? And what he said was that the best way is always to stop when you are uh, going good and you want to know what will happen next, and, and then you stop. And, and if you do that every day when writing a novel, you'll never be stuck. So, oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So instead of like getting it all out of your head, it's like, you want to like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. And then you stop, then you go off and do other stuff and it's just going to just get richer as it sort of marinades in the back of your head. Yes.
1: Yes. I see.
0: Yeah. I see. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then there's another thing is said like Thomas Edison, he said, uh, never go to sleep without a request to your subconscious. And um, which is cool. Right. Um, But what, but you also don't want to do it wrong because it, I guess, could lead to anxiety and you're worrying about stuff. So, you know, like a lot of times too is like, I don't know if you do this, but like at the end of the day, uh, you know, I'm looking at my calendar for the next day and and you know it's like oh what do i got to plan for or when i set my alarm clock i look at you know my calendar and say oh this is what i got going on and as i'll sleep on these things of of everything that's going on and um it just helps me uh, mentally process and prepare for the day
1: yeah yeah that's right that's good advice to, to kind of look around the corner a little bit and see what's coming up before you go to bed so you're not uh you're not uncertain about what the what the morning is gonna look like, right,
0: yeah, instead of well, yeah, you could have the uncertainty of not knowing or you could have the anxiety of like just worrying about all the stuff you have to do the next day, uh but if you can make a plan and figure out how you're going to accomplish it, you could sort of like visualize it in your sleep and and so you're sort of you have this plan and you're all ready to go,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, this makes sense. Yeah, I I, I do take it into the Zygarnik effect. That is okay. Go work on something for a while, get it kind of loaded into your into the cache, so to speak, and then just let it marinate for a while and not try to coerce it out, uh, yes. but just let it sit there for a while. Uh, yeah. I do find that's uh, I do find that that is effective. Um, I wonder, and I do like the idea of like always making sure you your because part of that bedtime ritual would be like priming yourself for the next day yes to be looking around the corner but also to be making sure that your uh your subconscious is working on tomorrow's stuff while you are while you are asleep right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Hmm. interesting the Zygarnik effect the uh so the funny thing is about the zygarnic effect is that i'm never going to remember the name of that
0: yes as soon as the, this episode's done you're going to forget it that's right.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. That's... I already know that's true. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 And, but the good news is, is that if you forget, you could always go back to the show notes and, and, uh, look up the Zygarnik effect and, and study it all over again and listen to the episode again. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's exactly yeah. right. So, Gunnar, with, uh, so with that said, it's like, where, where would you go then to, uh, look up the show notes for this show and, and study the Zygarnik effect?
1: Yeah, they should get to, or uh, all of our listeners should go to dgshow.org. That's D as and Dave, G as in Gunnar, show.org. Uh, and if you like, you can go visit us on Twitter at DGshow, D-O-T-O-R-G, and on Mastodon at uh, DGshow, D-O-T-O-R-G, at M-A-S-T-O. Awesome.
0: All right, Gunnar. Well, hey, uh, thanks, and, and thanks, everybody, for listening.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> back.